Welcome to Fuel, Sweat, and Science with Dr. Tiff. Each week, we're going to take an in-depth look at how to avoid paralysis by analysis from all the fat loss, weight loss, options, noise, and claims out there, and move past a history of failed attempts which may have caused metabolic changes or suppression. I'm your host, Dr. Tiffany Breeding, PhD, fitness nutrition, and strength and conditioning specialist. My goal is to help you learn to balance busy, social, everyday lives while still seeing results and realize that losing weight does not have to be so complicated. Let's do this. Well, guys, we're back for another episode of Fuel, Sweat, and Science, and we're talking about the underdog. I watched football all weekend, the playoffs, NFL, and my two teams going in were Jacksonville, just because I have loved their comeback this year and their winning streak, even though they beat the Titans, I still wanted them to move forward, and I was rooting for San Francisco because I love the fact that, I don't know if you guys know, but the last guy drafted in the NFL draft is called Mr. Irrelevant, and Brock Purdy was the very last guy drafted in last year's draft by San Francisco. And of course, it's not a reflection on him personally, but it's just everybody gets that title when they're the last guy drafted. And now here he is starting on this big stage, throwing touchdowns. I remember watching the very first game he started and they flashed to his dad in the stands and his dad mouthed, man, Brocker, way to go, Brocker. Just he was in amazement. I love cheering for the underdog. And so I started looking into why do people love an underdog story? You hear March Madness, and there's just always that Cinderella story. And now with the football, we've got a lot of teams moving forward with so many injuries on other teams where some, some of the underdogs are moving forward. And so I thought if we could learn to cultivate that within ourselves and look at ourselves as an underdog, would it potentially help to catapult goal achievement? Is there a psychological component to that? And indeed, I found that there is. And you look at just some underdog stories in our history, you know, we probably all heard the no, Michael Jordan didn't make his high school basketball as a sophomore, but you also hear you know J.K. Rowling, who wrote Harry Potter, the Harry Potter series. She was turned down by twelve publishers before she got a contract. Rocky, uh, Sylvester Stallone pitched that script multiple times. He had like a hundred bucks in the bank and kept turning down because they didn't want him to star as Rocky and he had to sell his dog (laughs) in order to just continue to have enough money to live. And then of course we know the history of the Rocky series. Um, You look at just companies that base their whole concept on this sort of rags to riches mentality, Nantucket Nectars, and even a lot of tech companies that started quote unquote in a garage, you know, and just, we love the idea of that, that somebody can come from nothing, can build from the the ground up, can do it grassroots, can follow their dreams and can achieve stardom or financial success or be on that big stage when all odds were against them. And I think that there is a way for us individually when we find ourselves struggling with 
specific goal achievement, whether it's in our professional lives, our personal lives, our fitness journey, our weight loss, body composition goals, where we find ourselves running into roadblocks. How can we start to believe in ourselves the way that we believe in underdogs when all odds are against, when the potential for success seems so daunting? And if we can start to just create some imagery, put ourselves in a situation where we see ourselves excelling through those obstacles, where we look at ourselves as somebody that in six months, in a year, looks back and says, look what I overcame. I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the athleticism. I didn't have the business background but I hunkered down and I did the work and I kept grinding and one thing at a time, I just kept chipping away. You know, David and Goliath, that's probably the most um, historical, traditional, small versus big, overcoming the odds story out there and just kept chipping away until that giant fell. And that's our daily grind. That every day we just put pennies in the bank. We just chip away. We put one more pound on that bar. It doesn't have to go from 100 to 150. It just could go from 100 to 102.5. And just start adding incrementally. If you're running a mile right now, can you just go to the next mailbox tomorrow? It doesn't have to be another mile tomorrow or even a half mile. If you're just doing a little bit of meal prep right now. Don't get into these crazy recipes where you're trying to get so complex and you have to sift through websites and you have to go shopping and you buy all these random ingredients and you spend two hours walking around the grocery store trying to find the turmeric powder or the chia seeds. Just start simple and say, you know what, I'm just going to grill some chicken and buy some microwave rice and a big bag of frozen broccoli and have a couple, three meals at home this week, even if you eat out some still. Or I'm just going to prep my breakfast and get some quick, easy snacks, and I'm still going to have to grab lunch and dinner out right now. That's the underdog mindset of like, I'm winning little stuff because there's no expectation. And I think once you've gone fully through that process and you've won, you've succeeded, then the expectation does change because you feel, you've felt what it feels like to win, to succeed in that. So then if you take a step back, I can understand where that feels like you've backtracked. But if you constantly look at yourself as the underdog, every little victory is a success because there's no expectation. So I don't love the idea of self-sabotaging expectations in terms of just lowering the bar, but I think in certain situations, if you've tried and failed, tried and failed, keep trying to overreach and feeling like you're coming up short, then maybe looking at yourself as, okay, I'm not expected to do anything this week. I did that one thing and I won because that that was the only expectation. So it may be a way to think of it as repositioning expectations. But in doing that, I think we become in the embodiment of the underdog. And I think that feels better too to just call yourself or think of yourself, imagine yourself of in that 
one of the articles I was reading was uh, written by an ultra endurance athlete where he's running these grueling multi multi sport long races, 50 kilometer kind of situations, half Ironmans or ultra Ironmans. And he said, you know, what kept him going in that training and in the competition itself and the races was he just looked at himself, looked, started to imagine himself as like this beating all odds, all, you know, nobody expects me to do anything. If I even get through the swim, then everybody's going to be amazed. And he just started to like have an alter ego of himself of kind of this David and Goliath story. And that really helped him push and it reduced the pressure when you have that underdog mindset. You don't not care if you win, you just don't fear losing. And I think that's the difference. When you have this fear of, oh, if I start this again and I fail, what does that say about me? There's a fear of trying because what happens if I don't get there? What if I set this expectation or make this commitment and I am not able to follow through? Does that mean I don't have willpower? Does that mean I'm a weak person? Does that mean I don't care about my health or my job or my relationship? So if we just look at ourselves as the underdog and we don't fear that losing, but we just have that competitive advantage that says, you know what, my expectations are mine. The expectations are internal. There's nobody else projecting anything on me. I'm not the big dog. Nobody's looking at me for as an example. Nobody's basing themselves, comparing themselves to me. I'm just going along my merry way. And if I get there, then man, what a story. Prioritize things that you really care about. You remain focused on your values, your purpose, not the outcome, right? We've talked about process versus outcome goals, focusing on just the process of getting there, the fundamentals, the experience, the uh, internal motivation that this makes me feel good and I enjoy it instead of the external reward of I have to get to this place or I have to be able to fit in this size or I have to look this way. I have to achieve this level at my job position wise. So the cool thing about being the underdog is that you can continue to focus on priorities and purpose instead of outcome. And I think the other thing is you feel like everybody's cheering for you, right? If you can truly embody that and you feel like that, then you look around and you're like, everybody, nobody expects me to do this and look what I'm doing. I'm proving them wrong. I'm going to excel. I'm going to be that story. I'm going to be able to go back and look at last year and compare to this year and say, look how far I've come, all the little things that I did. And so just feeling like you have this... Uh, imaginary cheerleading squad or all the fans in the the stadium that are rooting for the underdog even if their team is the one playing it's like because it's awesome because it's just feels good and you think about what those kids are going to feel like tomorrow when they walk away like look who we just beat and that can be the same mentality that you have for yourself in those challenging situations and i think the other thing about the underdog is 
because you're not expecting success, when you do succeed, you can look back and be like, what did I do? Because if we expect to win, we don't always take the time to analyze the situation because we get through it and it was what we expected and we won or we got it done or we checked the box and we move on because it's like, oh, but if you weren't expecting it and you're like, what did I do? (laughs) How did I do that? What was this scenario? What resources did I give myself? What strategies did I use in order to make that outcome become a reality? So you can look back and you can say, okay, cool. Next time I know what I did. We're more apt to do some of that in-depth self-evaluation, that in-depth uh, digging into it when we aren't expecting the outcome. Um, and so I think part of that is when we kind of set ourselves up for failure a little bit mentally, like, eh, okay, I probably, okay, I did get there. So the, something fell into place. And if I can look back and see, I can replicate it because that's what we're looking for in that success process in that journey is How do we continue to replicate success to where it becomes habit formation, where it's not just a fluke? We want to be able to reinvent that process every morning. I want to be able to get up, get myself going, get to the gym. I want that to become a routine. Did I go to bed earlier? Did I feel more rested? Was I more hydrated? Did I eat a better dinner the night before where I wake up with energy Was I less stressed? Like, what is it that created the routine of me getting up and getting there so that I can do it again the next day? And then all of a sudden, a week or two into it, you've established a rhythm for yourself. So, okay, underdogs, let's go get them. I hope that's super helpful. I just, like, I I feel like I'm already excited and motivated to go do something new and not feel the pressure of, What if I don't get it? What if I don't succeed? And so sometimes just keeping things internalized too, like not everything needs to be announced. Not everything, sometimes we need accountability partners. Sometimes we need some cheerleaders. But sometimes if we just start on that journey and we're just motivating ourselves and we're talking to God about it and we're really just praying for that opportunity then we just are learning how to motivate ourselves. And that's that internal motivation we require to continue to maintain success. If we're always seeking external reinforcement, external motivation, somebody else prodding us along, then that could be fleeting. And so I do think too, some of this just needs to, you need to learn to do this for yourself. And that's what keeps things sticking. So, all right, guys, let's do this. Go get, go get them, be the underdog. Talk to you soon.